Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. Hope you're having a great day. You're listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Church Blissett. Today, we're going to talk about something really cool and exciting. It's something that's not new in the world, but it's new in our industry. It's kind of an up and coming thing here. And it's really exciting because as a millennial, I like to text more so than pick up a phone and, and talk. And so... Today we have AC Evans on the phone or on on the podcast with us today, and he's actually he's an expert in SMS and has has tons of experience and, and knowledge and know how on text messaging and how to keep people engaged with text messaging. Talk we're going to talk a little bit about autoresponders and best practices and everything else. But with that being said, welcome to the show, AC. Sure, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and kind of how you got into doing what you're doing. Yeah, I've been a been a marketer forever. Performance marketing, programming, big into uh, coding. You know, different systems, trying to figure out how to scale the unscalable. Had a lot of different businesses growing up. Been an entrepreneur since I was seventeen or eighteen. I think was my last actual job. Job. Great work ethic. Growing up, you know, started pumping gas when I was eleven or twelve years old for you know, three bucks an hour or whatever it may have been. Did the, did, you know, went through high school, dropped out of college, wasn't a great employee. That's when I found, uh, fell into entrepreneurialism, learned from a buddy of mine who was a programmer and he was showing me how he makes money online, building marketing sequences, doing email, doing performance marketing. And, you know, really just fell in love with that, fell in love with programming and automation and scaling software and uh, haven't looked back, you know, just had a dozen or so different businesses since then. Another dozen projects that never made it to the, the business category. And um, most recently, my company Drips, drips drips.com is a conversational texting platform and managed technology that enterprises across the country, uh, big companies like Liberty Mutual, Three Day Blinds, CreditRepair.com, Debt.com, and others that look like them uh, leverage to enable their call centers and their their service side business to hold conversations at scale over over the text text messaging channel. Cool. So uh, how much would you say is like kind of like bought or automated when it comes to text messaging? Would you say uh, it, it all depends. I mean, like, it, there's no AI system out there that I think does it really well. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen this in your industry, but there's a lot of things like, well, I won't, I won't name names. So I'm not <laughs> trying to throw shade at them, but they're automated scheduling tools, right? So you don't have to have an assistant. I don't have to have an assistant. And it's just not a great user experience yet. I, I kind of think of chatbot, which which is very, very automated, uh, a little bit different. I think they're in the, what I call the, how can I help you business? Mm-hmm. And I've talked to these chatbots, you know, I've, I've tried to hold conversations with them and it's, it's really more of a, almost akin to like a, phone when you call and it's like, press one, if you need sales, press two, if you need this, and then you press two and it's like, press three, if you need this kind of sales, press four, if you need that. That's what I think when I think of an automated experience, what we do is much more curated and humanized. So, you know, there, there is, you know, some automation at different, different pieces, but it's, it's truly human conversations where you can't tell the difference uh, one way or the other. So I think having the human element is, is very, very important. I think you guys see this with some of the CRMs like uh, service Titan and others that, that you may use where you can automate certain things and that makes sense. But I think you need to humanize those messages in order to elicit a response to yeah. hold a conversation. Anybody using text messaging to automate it, you know, completely or trying to just push out a bunch of messages. It's just not, to me, that's not the value of the channel. Yeah. 
Totally. So how do we keep engagement? Because say we're not a texter, quote unquote, a texter, and um, we want to have a conversation with people who prefer text messaging over phone calls. How do we engage that conversation and, and keep them on the text messaging platform? That's yeah, a great question. I mean, there, there's a ton that goes into this from a regulatory standpoint. I mean, anybody getting into texting that is doing any automation or is using a system that has the capacity to be automated, you need to make sure that you're getting the right types of consent, right? So uh, that's something that, you know, I can't give legal opinion to. There, there's tons of TCPA lawyers out there that specialize in this. So I'd, I'd, I'd recommend anybody that's doing this at any real scale to research that. Now, if you're using a system that just enables you to, you know, do texting manually and it doesn't have the, the capacity to be automated, that's a little different. You know, I can, I can pick up my phone and text you about, you know, a service appointment as long as I'm not, you know, texting you, you know, automated at scale. So I think of it like, you know, if you have CRMs that enable you to do two-way and they can set up reminders for the contractors, yeah. uh, that's probably the best. You always want to end in a listing and conversation, uh, meaning, meaning listing your response, excuse me, which then drives the conversation. So if you're sending, if, if somebody texts you inbound and you're sending them a single transactional message because it's midnight, maybe you, maybe you, instead of just saying, Hey, you caught me after hours, I'm, I'm closed. Maybe you say something like, Hey, I'm uh, sorry. You caught me after hours. Can I call you back tomorrow at 10 AM question mark? Right. Then that person sees that they say, yeah, that'd be great. Now you just stop that person from shopping. They're not going to the next person on, you know, whatever it is, porch, thumbtack, whatever it might be, home advisor. That to me is the value of SMS is if you can get to them right away and look, I mean, maybe you got to leave your ringer on, you know, I mean, it depends again on the consent. You, you may have to set reminders to follow up with people. You may need to use your CRM to remind you to follow up with people. It just completely depends. Okay. So how do we know, do, is that something we're going to have to reach out to our lawyer to know where that fine line is, where that, where we can have that well, yeah, again, I mean, if you're doing automation, yes, right? So you wanna you wanna just make sure you have the right consent. If you're doing automation for, you know, somebody that's just interested in a product, that's gonna be considered marketing messaging, right? You think of sales, you think of, you know, getting, giving people's quotes, you know, setting up that first appointment. Now, if they're a existing business relationship, and again, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't give, can't give legal advice, but you know, the way we're explained by our professionals, if there's an existing business relationship, prior existing business relationship, now you can do things that are administrative in nature, right? Now this isn't sales, mm -hmm. right? So administrative in nature means I can remind you that I'm on my way to an appointment. I can reschedule, you know, something I can, you know, respond to your service inquiry, things like that. Um, I don't see a ton of uh, litigation in, in your space. I mean, usually it's, it's focused around financial services, travel, performance marketing, things like that, like real estate attorneys, insurance agents, single insurance agents, single SMBs, professionals like, like yourselves or solo operators. A lot of times they're working right from their phone, you know, and they're doing very low volume. These are high intent leads. So you're just not going to cause complaints where, where you can get in trouble is if you're trying to be a super savvy, you know, marketer in your local area and you download some spreadsheet somewhere that's got everybody's mobile numbers and then you want to send out a thing saying, Hey, it's 97 degrees in Akron today. You know, if, if your AC uh, isn't working, you know, hit me up. That's the kind of stuff you want to stay 
very, very, very far away from, and you can get in a lot of trouble for. Good to know. We, I've, I've seen people in different Facebook groups and arenas that have said, you know, they, they've dabbled on that topic. And to me, it's, I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of like it's getting into that shady area that <laughs> is great and everything. But that's something like, like Gary Vee says that, that marketers break everything. And so marketers them, ruin everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everything because they're going to give a little, give a little bit of time, and they'll they'll make it so it's more difficult to. Yeah, and, and look, there, there's ways you can do that. There's a company, this guy Robert Smith. He's a CEO of a company called Sendright. S N D R I G H T dot com. They specialize in human one to one conversations meaning that they are not automated. They don't have the capacity to be automated. So they can one-to-one send out those messages. So you as a local service provider, if you had a, a list from Akron, Ohio, you could give it to this company and they could sit there and you know bang through 10,000 messages. I don't know what they charge. I don't know you know much much outside of that they, they are humans and they're not automated, but there, there are ways that you can do it. You know, you can run campaigns on Facebook or Google asking for users to text you. You know, if you get an inbound text, that's at least implied permission to to talk, to have a conversation about whatever the person's inquiring about, right? If they say like, hey, I'd like to schedule an appointment, you know, I think any reasonable person would 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 consider that implied consent. That it, yeah. it just says like, okay, like I can work with this person to schedule an appointment. Now, can you try to sell them a Right. You know, uh, HVAC over the phone, maybe not, you know, but you can, you can talk to them about what they inquired about. I think inbound texting is going to be a, a big, big, big thing for your industry because a lot of people want to text. A lot of people want to get a quote. A lot of people don't want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Right. And if you got, you know, if I, if I'm, my HVAC is out right now, like I just want to text somebody and be like, Hey, can you get to my house today? Yeah. And then see if they respond, you know? Yeah. It's going to make it, it's going to make it very important to respond to those text messages too, to make sure that they don't move on to the next company, especially if there's like four or five companies that will receive the text message. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Speed to lead, right? That That's, that's number one in any, any marketing conversion is speed to lead. So yeah, whether, whether you're a, if you're a roofer and you're stuck on the roof, like figure out some way that, you know, you can use iMessages, you can set it so your phone, things you want to two different phones, you can have your wife monitoring it, your partner, your helper, whatever it may be. But when you get those inbound messages, responding to them immediately is uh, of the utmost importance. Yeah, I agree 100% there. So how about some of the text messages that I've received, it'll say something to the bottom, to the effect of like at the bottom of it, it'll say, type stop or something to no longer receive this. Is, is that part of the, the law or, or because ours doesn't do that when, whenever we do with the automated stuff that we have, doesn't really have that. So yeah, best practices, I believe are, you know, putting in some way to let people know they can remove themselves. Right. Uh, there, there's different guidelines. There's different, there's different laws that govern this, you know, CTIA guidelines. That's the the group that governs like short codes. Now you guys probably aren't using short codes. I assume it's a long code, you know, a regular phone number, right? So you're not, you're not bound by their guidelines, but I think it is best practices to put in, to let them know if they're not interested, just reply, stop or unsubscribe or cancel, excuse me, whatever it may be. Uh, the, the law, as I understand it, when it comes to TCPA and, and texting like this, is you just need to honor the stop, right? So if they if they give, you know, an unsubscribe, a disqualifier, whatever it's legally called, revocation of consent, you need to stop reaching out to them. So the last thing you would want to do and the way you can get yourself in trouble is if somebody texts you and says, 
uh, hey, Teresa, look, I'm no longer interested. Please don't text me anymore. And you go, well, let me tell you about the special we're running, right? Like if people say stop or they, they show that they're not interested, just just move on. You know, don't waste your time. You know, spend your time prospecting and, and working the leads that are interested. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. So whenever we are, we're having that conversation, what would you say is, do you have like keywords that really are going to, are either no-gos or are very, very beneficial to continuing the conversation along? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, so I always say, and I think there's actually a Gary Vee thing too. I, I used to watch a ton of Gary Vee. I, I love his stuff. He's a, you know, he's a hardcore workaholic, which it, it, it was, uh, I watched him when I was building drips and, you know, I was putting in the 90, you know, 110 hour weeks and, uh, watching how hard that guy worked was super humbling. But, um, he always says the creative is the variable, right? And I, and I truly believe that, right? Like, like you can do texting through service Titan, just like I could, if I was an HVAC guy, right? So now it's, it's not just about being able to send the text or get a text or respond to a text. It's like the creative is what matters, right? It's like, what message am I sending? How am I sending it? What time am I sending it? Am I ending in a period or a question mark? Am I educating the user? Am I persisting long enough? Am I following up? Am I using basic marketing psychology? You know, so like maybe somebody doesn't respond after a couple of days and I give them some concession, right? I'm like, Hey, look, I, I'm not going to reach out to you anymore, but, but I do have, you know, I, I, I can give away a 20% discount, you know, if you call me back today or whatever, buy one, get one. Or if, Hey, if you refer a friend, I can give you 10% off. Or if you put your sign in your yard, I can give you 15% off or whatever. It may be some concession. Then there's other marketing psychologies like social proof, right? Like, Hey, your neighbor used us, you know, your neighbor, John you know, across the street at 652, you know, main street, whatever there's scarcity, you know, Hey, I got only one appointment left, you know? Right. So now I, I see it and I'm like, Oh man, one appointment. Like I better get this right. Cause this guy's going to book up and I'm going to find somebody else. So there's a lot of different marketing tricks you can use. There's a book called Influence by Robert Cialdini. It's great. I mean, it's just all these marketing laws just really, really laid out in a very, very thoughtful manner, a ton of case study around it. And there's, there's seven or eight or nine, you know, ones that you want to think about. There's social proof, liking, scarcity, priming, you know, asking somebody to give you a yes before you ask for the yes, right? So this is kind of like Gary Vee's jab, 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 right hook methodology. So I could say like, Hey, is your, is your AC still broken? Yes. Is it, is it, is it heating up in your house? Yes. Would you like to schedule a call today to have me fix it? Like the person is just like, there's something in our, you know, lizard brains that want to say yes again, because I already, I already took a stance with saying yes previously. So yeah, I, th I think the creative is definitely the variable. I think if people aren't playing with messaging and tweaking it, you know, then they're missing out using emojis, you know, like that's, that's important. Like that helps, you know, asking questions at the end of the statements, personalizing the messages, you know, like using the person's first name, show the users that you care, learning something about them, putting that in your CRM, asking them the, how, how them and their newborn baby are doing. And if it's cool enough in the house, you know, like that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what gets customers really sticky. You know, like I, I've been using the same HVAC guy for years and it's because he knows my wife's name. It's because he's, you know, super friendly. It's because he's very responsive. It's not because he's the best priced, you know, or, or, or even does great work. I don't, I don't even know what great work would look like versus good work. It's yeah. the experience that he's given me as a consumer that I'm, that I've fallen in love with. Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. I mean that, and 
what's it that um, Jesse Cole, a buddy of mine, he says that I was thinking about it the whole time you were just talking about that. And as soon as you said something about your, the experience with the client, it's, it, it really is something that, that we pride ourselves on totally is, is just the experience alone is, like you said, we don't even have to be great at what we do as long as we provide great customer service, great experience and, and great after, after the fact customer experience at the same yeah, time. It, today, people are buying experiences. They're not buying services or products. Products. Like a consumer, so think about uh, as an example, like Uber, right? Like I, I can't count how many times I've been traveling, you know, on speaking engagements or, or trade shows where I've watched seven taxis go by while I'm waiting on my Uber in the rain, you know, <laughs> it's because like the experience of an Uber, not having to deal with it, not having to get my credit card, not having to deal with a little, you know, scanner or whatever, like that experience is, is great to me. All the companies that are crushing it right now are all about experience. And again, in, in your line of business, it's consumer care, you know, it's, 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 being thoughtful, it's following up, it's asking, you know, how the work was. And if they say it was great, and then you ask them, great, would you, would you be willing to write me a review on Home Advisor or, you know, Trustpilot or, or Porch or Thumbtack or wherever the business came from? And you, you'll, be, you'll be shocked how many people would be happy to do it. And then when they do it, again, the psychological tricks in this is like now they're now they're socially committed right like now i've like publicly stated that you know this is a great guy to to work with and it, there's just there's some interesting power behind that when people take stances or take a position it's very difficult for, for for them to to take that position back you know that's why in my in my world in b2b it's all about case study and testimonials and you know linkedin recommendations and stuff like that like if i get a case study from a company They've, they've socially put it out there that they believe in us. So I'll get, I'll get a lot of leeway when it comes to like fixing problems versus a company who's never said anything good about us. Like those guys would just, you know, rip us right out. You know, there's like, yeah, we don't really care about these guys. So in my business too, it's, it's, it's relationships, you know? Totally. It's funny because once they've put it out there, then it's almost like you have a pride thing. Like you'll go to bat for somebody that you put a review out there because you don't want to be wrong. You want them to be, you want them to be as good as you, what you you've said them that they are and everything. So that's um, exactly right. I have a friend of mine who has an AC company and it was funny because this one, this one person uh, ripped them a new one and left a bad review. And then they had like 300 responses from other people, not in the business. Yep. for their clients that went to bat for them. That yeah, that, that's what you're building is the army, right? The I can't remember the term, but 100 true fans or a thousand fans or whatever it may be. But yeah, if you're if you're doing a good job and you're following up and you care and you're you know wishing people a happy birthday or whatever it is, you're checking in with them on a super super hot record day. Uh, those people care, you know, and they'll they'll remember that. And then when they see yeah, and like you said, in those Facebook groups or a Facebook review, they see you give a bad get a get a bad review. You have, yeah, 20, 100, 120 people following right by me. Like, oh, it's been great for me. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate that. Is there anything else you need to, that you would want to add there? Did we miss anything on the text messaging side of things? I mean, it's really a new thing for me. It's It's been around for a couple of years, but Honestly, it's not something that's really picked up in our industry until recently. So I'll be, I'll be honest. It's a new thing for most industries, right? Like we work with, you know, big companies in healthcare, some of the biggest in insurance, home services, alarm companies, home security, financial services. And it, it is a new, I mean, it is truly 
kind of like email was in the 90s, you know, like it is a new frontier and, and, you know, some people do it really well and some people don't. So I, I think I would just caution everybody to not abuse the channel, you know, like do it tastefully, uh, do it, do it legally, you know, take your time to like ask service Titan or whoever it is, you know, questions about that, about, you know, using automation or not using automation or whatever it may be. And then again, just playing with the messaging. Like, I think that's, I think playing with the messaging and then making sure you're doing follow-ups and that's just basic consumer care stuff, you know, just checking in to make sure the person's happy, getting them to take those social stances, building that army of reviews and reviewers. I mean, that when I go to thumbtag reports, like I'm looking, I'm looking for who's ever got all those stars, all those thumbs up. I'm not, I'm not going to page 20. And the reason that people are on page one is because they took the time to solicit those reviews and ask people to socially commit saying that they did a good job. Absolutely. I agree. So uh, on that note, make sure if you're listening to this or watching this, uh, ask for the review, you know, uh, that's right. Ask for it every single time. And, and then after the fact, follow up and, and ask for that review. Yeah. And, and a- a- ask how it is. I mean like that, that, that to me is the trick, right? The priming trick. So you don't necessarily want to be like, Hey, Tersh, glad that we had a good time or whatever. I fixed your thing yesterday. Click here to go do a review on home advisor. It's more like, Hey, how's the temperature in the house? question mark. Oh, it's great. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Okay, cool. So you're satisfied. Everything, everything looks good. Anything, anything, any questions? No, no, I'm good. That's great. Hey, look, it'd be it'd mean a lot to me. If I, if you would do a, do a review for me, would you be willing to do that? Yeah, sure. Great. Great. Here's a link. You'll get 90% conversion on that versus 2% the other way. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If you didn't get anything else out of this conversation that that last little bit, I mean, you're going to get some reviews and get more work. So I appreciate that, AC. And and anybody else that has any questions about anything, feel free to reach out to either one of us. And and uh, and thank you so much for the time that you spent with us, AC, on, on this call. And uh, and for anybody else that's that joined us on this call. Uh, and thank you again for listening to or watching the Service Business Mastery Podcast. The podcast focused on service business owners, managers, and technicians who are considering becoming business owners themselves. Until we talk again next week, I hope you have a wonderful day. Be safe and uh, stay cool out there.